0: Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in. Not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy, and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know, so hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now, this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. Hello listeners, welcome to the second week of Lent. Before we get to our scripture of John 3, 1 through 17, I will tell you a little bit about the passage. This passage is about Nicodemus' encounter with Jesus. We learn from the passage that Nicodemus is a teacher, but that is a really humble way of describing him. The Expositors' Bible Commentary said this, Nicodemus is introduced as a man of the upper class, conservative in his beliefs, and definitely interested in Jesus' teaching. As a Pharisee, he belonged to the strict religious sect of Judaism in contrast to the Sadducees, who were less rigid in their beliefs and were more politically minded. As a member of the ruling council or Sanhedrin, he was sensitive to the prevailing doctrinal trends of the time. His interest in Jesus had been prompted by the miracles he had witnessed, and he came for an interview to obtain more information. His approach shows that he was cautious, open-minded, and ready to receive a new revelation from God if he was sure of its genuineness. Part of that last statement sums it up when thinking about encounters. Nicodemus was incredibly smart and educated, yet he was open-minded and ready to receive a new revelation from God. Despite his education and status, he had questions. He asked them, and Jesus answered them. It's a pretty straightforward encounter, but it is exactly what Nicodemus needed to be a follower. I invite you to begin our practice of Lexio Divina together, but first let us begin centering ourselves with a breath prayer. You may inhale saying, the wind blows, and exhale saying, where it chooses. In the first reading of John 3, 1 through 17, I invite you to listen for a word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with that person. Jesus answered him, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, so it is with everyone who is born of the spirit nicodemus said to him how can these things be jesus answered are you the teacher of israel and yet you do not understand these things very truly i tell you we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen yet you do not receive our testimony If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe it if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. I invite you to pause the podcast and reflect in silence for, I don't know, two to five minutes and reflect on the word, phrase, or image that drew your attention. After that time of silence, I invite you to read the passage again, perhaps in a different translation. And so I will read it again in the message translation. There was a man of the Pharisee sect, Nicodemus, a prominent leader among the Jews. Late one night, he visited Jesus and said, Rabbi, we all know you're a teacher straight from God. No one could do all the God-pointing, God-revealing acts you do if God weren't in on it. Jesus said, you're absolutely right. Take it from me. Unless a person is born from above, it's not possible to see what I'm pointing to god's kingdom how can anyone said nicodemus be born who has already been born and grown up you can't re-enter your mother's womb and be born again what are you saying with this born from above talk jesus said you're not listening let me say it again unless a person submits to this original creation the wind hovering over the water creation the invisible moving the visible, a baptism into a new life, it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. When you look at a baby, it's just that, a body you can look at and touch. But the person who takes shape within is formed by something you can't see and touch, the spirit, and becomes a living spirit. So don't be so surprised when I tell you that you have to be born from above, out of this world, so to speak. You know well enough how the wind blows this way and that. You hear it rustling through trees, but you have no idea where it comes from or where it's headed next. That's the way it is with everyone born from above, by the wind of God, the Spirit of God. Nicodemus asked, What do you mean by this? How does this happen? Jesus said, You're a respected teacher of Israel and you don't know these basics? Listen carefully. I'm speaking sober truth to you. I speak only of what I know by experience. I give witness only to what I have seen with my own eyes. There is nothing secondhand here, no hearsay. Yet instead of facing the evidence and accepting it, you procrastinate with questions. If I tell you things that are plain as the hand before your face and you don't believe me, what use is there in telling you of things you can't see, the things of God? No one has ever gone up into the presence of God except the one who came down from that presence, the Son of Man. In the same way that Moses lifted the serpent in the desert so people could have something to see and then believe. It is necessary for the Son of Man to be lifted up. And everyone who looks up to Him, trusting and expectant, will gain a real life, eternal life. This is how God loved the world. He gave His Son, His one and only Son. And this is why. So that no one need be destroyed. By believing in Him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put that world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe and the one-of-a-kind Son of God when introduced to him. I invite you to spend more time in silence, or you may imagine being in conversation with Jesus. Just as Nicodemus did, bring your questions to Jesus. Ask what you need to know to logically understand who Jesus is. How does Jesus respond? I will close this podcast now in a prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for being available to us so we can bring our questions to you. We understand that you are a mystery, and many of our questions won't be answered on this side of heaven but there are some things we need to logically understand. We have witnessed your miracles and we need to understand how or why. You tell us that we must be born of the water and the spirit to understand. Help us to be born of the spirit so we can understand. Open our minds and our hearts to receive this gift of the Holy Spirit so we can know and understand. Help us to trust in this gift and to trust where the Spirit takes us. Amen. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace surround you this day.